Hey ladies, welcome back to the Her Podcast. We are finishing up our series called Untangle Her, and I'm super excited because we have a guest speaker today, and her name is Grace, and I... Hey! Hi, Grace! Hi! How are you? I'm so good. I'm so excited to be here. Thank you for having me once again. Yes. How are you? You haven't been on the podcast, and I, I think it was like last summer, maybe, um, Yeah. Talk about worship. So welcome back. Thank you for speaking. Yeah, thank you. I'm super excited. So we're going to be still talking about our topic called Untangle Her. And just the past couple of weeks, we've had different girls on the podcast kind of chatting about things that like they battled with in their past or things that they got tangled up with, you know, and I right. feel like every, every girl is different because we all walk through different things. So um, why don't you tell us a little bit about you and then we'll get started. Um, well, my name is Grace. Um, I am 20 years old. I am from California. Um, I've been a Christian for um, almost my whole life now, um, but really started to accept and um, follow him for myself when I was in high school, um, the beginning of high school. And it's been the craziest journey, the most beautiful journey. Um, I'm a worship leader. Um, I um, am in school and yeah that's that's pretty much it that's so awesome so me and grace go way back because um when I was in student ministry at c3 years ago grace was one of my students and just it's been really cool to watch your transition just before worship during worship and to see what you're doing now so I'm super pumped to hear what you have to say so as we talk about this topic untangle or some things are going to be super raw and real which that's why we talk about these things for you girls to understand and um, realize that there's other girls that walk through certain things that you're walking through to help relate and help you heal. Yeah. So jumping into this topic, it's super touchy and it's kind of emotional for us girls because not a lot of us like to go there and talk about these things. But I, for when you hear the topic untangle, what, what comes to mind with you, Grace? Like what's, what triggers you in the past, something that you could relate to? Um, I think untangle for me, um, the actual subject of it, I think untangle is something that has to do with um, a trial that you've had in life or, um, or something that you've been through and overcome. So I think, um, I think when, at least for me, when it comes to being untangled, I think um, we get tangled in the situations of life and we get tangled in, um, in circumstances and, we um, we sometimes forget that God can untangle us and he's only one step away. Mm-hmm. And so um, it's it's a lot easier said than done, of course. But um, I think the fact um, that being untangled by God is so um, beautiful and helps us grow so much um, makes makes life more exciting and more fun and and more more worth living if you um change and look at the positive side versus looking at the circumstances you're in but you actually um look ahead to to um what you can overcome and and the the ways that you can use every single trial and every single circumstance and every single thing that the enemy has thrown at you for um good things and to actually help other people which i've seen in my own life right And I think that's a perfect example, especially with what's going on today, COVID-19 and just the whole coronavirus 
you know, on our nation and just kind of to bounce back what you said, like the situation you're in right now, like he is only one step away. Um, And, and we had kind of talked about this in the other podcast with uh, our guest speaker, Nick, and she had talked about how, like, it takes time for God to just like, um, God is an instant healer, but it also takes time for you to get untangled because there's things that you go through. So what are some things that you went through maybe like in high school or even now things that you're like finding out like, oh my gosh, like I'm tangled in this, like God, I need your help. Um, Before I answer that question, can I actually just highlight something that you just said that I love? Yes. Yes. Um, So I think it's so beautiful that you said um, God can heal in an instant because that is so true. And you pointed out um, that getting untangled is, is um, it takes a little bit longer. So I think to break that down a little bit more, um, God heals us of any, any insecurity and, and doubt and those things in an instant, but to actually maintain that is the fact is the, is the process of being untangled. Right. So God, God really does, um, does um, heal in an instant because he, t- he takes that from us. But to, um, to really get away from that temptation that the enemy uses to, um, to get us as far away from God as we can, that's the, that's the fact of being untangled. And that's the part that um, we have to maintain. So I think I just wanted, I really wanted to highlight that because that can, um, that can be misinterpreted a lot with people that, um, because people are going through a journey, they'll say that God didn't heal them immediately. But the journey is the beautiful thing. And when mm-hmm. you decide to follow God, he will bring you along that journey. Yeah. And when you decide to let some things go, even though you let them go, they're still going to try to come back at you. They're still going to try to, um, to hurt you again. And that's what the, that's getting untangled and knowing, knowing yourself. That's good. What are yeah. some things, what are some things that maybe um, you have been tangled in and didn't realize until later on. Like for me, for an example, like I went through a lot of trauma and abuse and stuff growing up. So like, I realized that like, yeah. oh gosh, these are the knots. I, but, but, um, coming out of like an unhealthy relationship in just the past two years of getting healed, I realized that there's some knots in my life that I wasn't even aware of, like anxiety right. or worry or, Um, I'm a planner, so I like to know the future. And sometimes that can get in the way of my relationship with God because I'm relying on my steps instead of his. And so there's little things in my life that I was just like, oh, my gosh, like I realized the big knots. I'm like, oh, God, you can take care of those. But there's also small things that have been tangled for so long that took me like years to figure out. So what are some small things in your life that you're like, oh, my gosh, Grace, like, you know, these are some things that still matter and that need to be untangled I think for everyone um um whether it's a very big thing this can go on a big scale or a very small scale but everyone um struggles with self-esteem I think yeah whether it's whether they have too much too little whether they have none at all whether they're trying to balance it I think that's a topic for for everyone Mm -hmm. to um to um be able to get free from. So, um, when it comes to self-esteem, this, this is referring to someone's like beliefs about their own worth and value. And it really has to do with like the feelings people experience that follow from their sense of worthiness or unworthiness. 
Um, and it's super important because it really influences people's choices and decisions. So I think when it comes to um, when it comes to having the right balance of self-esteem and having um, having enough confidence in who God made you to be, it's so important to be able to um, put your mental health above the other things that are going on. Yeah, no, that's good. Um, I love what you said about self-esteem too, because I was yesterday was the craziest thing. I was thinking, I was in the car listening to worship music, and I hadn't been in a car alone in a while. So um, I was driving, and I was just thinking of like, Holly, Holly, like just this past year, you've gotten so bold. Like, I was thinking about yeah. things in the past that I was so insecure about, like how <laughs> this sounds weird, but like I have really chubby toes and like my big toe is like really big and I used to be so insecure of like wearing flip-flops because I thought my toe was really fat or like yeah wearing tank top because like my arm jiggled a little bit it wasn't like swollen and buff like most girls or like how my eyebrows are like kind of dented they're not like perfect and full like just little flawed things about how God made me I used to focus on those things and be so insecure and not even want to like do anything and it's like the stupidest things that I look back and I'm like oh my gosh like you're gonna let that little thing affect your day who hold you back yeah hold you back so I'd love to hear your heart about like self-esteem and kind of like what you battled with and how you realize like oh my gosh this is not okay um so for me growing up um it was, it was very difficult for me to understand that I was worthy of other people's love, attention, that I was um, worthy of feeling good about myself. Yeah. And um, it, was, it was very difficult for me because I didn't like the person I was. I struggled with my weight. I didn't like how I looked. I would look in the mirror and be very unhappy. Um, I would... Um, especially with music. I know we talked about worship before, but with music, if I messed up or if I didn't do something correctly, I would beat myself up over it. And I was very, very critical to the point where it was damaging Mm -hmm. myself. Yeah. And there's a healthy balance of that, of wanting um, excellence versus needing perfection for everything. Mm -hmm. And I think that's another thing. Um, But, but for me, um, self-esteem was very, very, um, like a very big topic for me because I struggled with it all my life. And there's still times today where I will um, be insecure about something. Like if it's my fingers or, you know, like, like the way my fingers look when I don't have acrylic nails or, you know, the way a certain color looks on me, but we have to realize that if we are disrespecting what, how God has made us to be, we're disrespecting God and we're saying that he made us wrong, Mm -hmm. which he didn't. He made us perfectly and he made us um, to be the people that we are for a reason. And I think, of course, there's times when it's like, okay, let's, let's make sure, um, you know, our body is a temple. Let's make sure we're eating right. Let's make sure we're healthy. And, you know, there's extremes for everything, but don't, 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 don't think of that as making you a damaged or um, insecure person, because if if you if you focus on um, everything that's wrong with a situation, it actually mentally damages you. 
Yeah. Because that that flows into every part of your life. Yeah. That flows into every circumstance that you can't see the good in things and you can't um you can't look forward to things anymore. And I think um I think when it comes to um like temporary things like things that can be changed or or things that can be worked on, mm-hmm. don't be upset with how you are. If you want to change it, change it. But know that God made you to be that way for a reason. Mm-hmm. He wants you to be the best version of yourself and he wants you to be um to be confident in that. Yeah. And I think for me, I struggled for a lot of years with feeling confident in who I was how I was, you know? Mm -hmm. And, um, you know, I, I think a lot of people, um, a lot of people will say, oh, well, if I just lose 10 pounds, then I'll be happy with myself. But it's not about the person you are on the outside or what you look like or a number on the scale. It's about the person that you are on the inside because it's, it's easy to change physical features. Like, you know, those kind of things. Yeah. But if you don't have the integrity and you don't build up um, your spirit on the inside, you're going to struggle with everything in your life. Yeah. I heard that. And you're going to be unhappy. Quote on Instagram the other day. And it was basically like, you can um, work out every day. You can take your vitamins. You can drink your water and you can eat healthy. But if you don't focus on your heart, you'll, you'll always be unhealthy. And I think that's, that's so true because so true Seriously. this generation, it's, it's all about like what you, what you have, what you look like, you know, materialistic things, which that's, yeah. those things are great too. Like they're, they're not wrong and they're not flawed, but at the same time, our generation has shifted. The outward appearance is so much more important and you know, who cares about the inward, but that's not how God created us to be. So like, I have to check myself all the time. Like, yeah, Holly, you are short and yeah, you're slim and curvy and you, you don't have fake lips and you, and you don't have the perfect chin line and like, you know, all the stuff that these models and stuff have, which that's great. Um, But like, I can't beat myself up every day and compare myself of who, who God created me to be in comparison to everybody around me. (laughs) Yeah, I think, go ahead. I think, I think also, um, like because society is so focused on the outer you and like who you are on the outside that people say, if you hide what you're feeling and if you hide who you are, you'll be accepted. Yeah. And they focus on um, the quantity of people you have in your life rather than the quality. And I think if you go through life having, and you can count like one, two, or three people that really impact and um, and positively influence your life, and are your and are people that you can go to and talk to. Um, that is such a blessing because people today are so focused on likes and followers and 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 numbers. It's it's um, it's gotten to a point where the world is so materialistic that we've lost our sense of um, integrity. And, and that, that goes into everything, whether it's how many people you can sleep with, how many, how much money you can make, mm-hmm. um, all of those things. It, it, um, it just, it impacts everything. And my dad had always told me growing up that if you're not right with God, nothing else in your life is going to be right. Yeah. Because so good. 
God fills in every single place that you lack. So if you're not perfect in one thing, if you don't have God on your side, you're going to hit a wall. Like you're going to hit a ceiling and you're not going to be able to pass that. But with God, he doubles, triples, and infinitely increases the capacity that you have. Yeah. You start to, um, you start to take on things that you never would have thought you could have. And that's what growth is about. And that's why growth is so important. So if you can, um, if you can recognize the things that you, that you lack in, and you can recognize the things that you need to work on, you can start to slowly, but surely influence and impact your life and just grow yourself to be able to, um, to be able to do more and create more and, and do things the right way. Yeah. That's so good. You know, what going back to um untangle uh was there ever a, a moment in your life that you were just like okay grace like enough is enough like god like heal me from all these knots and stuff like i want to move forward if you could think of that moment going back where were you what were you doing and what what hit you to want god to untangle you um honestly for me i think there was a few different moments because <laughs> I was on kind of a rocky path with everything. I would start to commit and then go back on it. And even if I felt like I was like in a relationship with God, I wasn't perfect. So I would still do the things that were damaging me or I would still feel the way that I was feeling. And I, I didn't know how to get out of it. Um, and I would, I would be really good for like two months, three months at a time. And then, and then all of a sudden start to feel consumed again with everything. Yeah. And so I feel like there was a few times that, I really, um, that my life really got shaken up to the point where, um, I had to learn. Um, I think one of those times was, uh, was when I was really involved with worship at a, at a young age and I had, um, I had, um, a leader really like speaking, um, speaking things to me. And I think over the past, like, the couple months before that people would say things in a nice way and kind of sugarcoat it like, Oh, well you should try this or you should try this. Yeah. But this leader just went straight at it. And she like, and um, you know, she was like, your heart is wrong. Like you are wrong. And she didn't, she didn't, she didn't say it the way I wanted her to say it. Yeah. And it really hurt me. But in the end, it was truth. In the end, it, it's not that it was truth. It just, I was shaken up to the point where um, even, even though there were things that were misunderstood that she was saying that, that weren't right. Yeah. There was, um, there was parts of it where I had to, I had to get shaken up to the point where I was like, oh, well, she's wrong to be, to, to understand that like, okay, maybe I need to reevaluate myself. Yeah. What, what if, what if she's right? And then from there, I actually was open to asking other leaders or people I trusted what they saw and they were like, Oh, well I saw this or no, I didn't see that, but I saw this. And, um, and it was, it was, um, fine tuning myself Mm -hmm. and fine tuning my life to be more generous, to be more caring, to be more, um, open to learning and to be more teachable about little things. Because even if you have a bunch of little things and you, you're not like, you know, um, like an example would be if you're dealing with like insecurity and uh, like little bits of insecurity and you get frustrated really easily in that, but you're not doing drugs or anything, those little things still add up. Yeah. They still matter. So I think 
if you have a bunch of little things or you have one big thing or you have 10 big things, it's all something that you can be fine tuned and that you can work on. And that's what growth is about. And I think um, for me, it really shook me up to the point where I, I saw what people were saying and I took that into account. And now I can look back and say, I really appreciate that she did that even in the moment when I was frustrated and upset and um, being rebellious and all of those things, mm-hmm. you know, and I, I think it just, it got to a point where I was like, Grace, you, you can't do this anymore. Yeah. You can't live like yeah. that. Stop, stop. Um, stop uh overlooking the the small things and fix it yeah you know and one thing I battled with too I mean like especially in high school is throwing things under the rug and eventually your rug gets so high you have to deal with it and and it's a lot harder when you throw things under the rug for so long and have to deal with all this stuff that has been piled up for years rather than acknowledging something admitting you're wrong and humbling yourself to be like all right god you know what this is an issue and i need your help and i wish yeah. I could go back to those moments and be like man why didn't i do that like why was i so stubborn or disobedient or defiant or whatever like it was such an easy fix like the littlest of things um yeah but i think to wrap up this podcast like what are three if you could think about it just your journey from middle school high school and then college and then moving forward what are three things you can encourage these girls with um, when it comes to getting untangled in the process, especially like with identity and stuff, how that related to you? What are three um, encouragements you could leave? I I think the best thing here is to leave like three practical ways that really helped me because yeah. I learned a lot through trial and error. So I had a big um, journey. I had a a big process to go through because I, I wanted to do things on my own because I was stubborn. Yeah. No, we all are. And (laughs) yeah. And I didn't want any help. I wanted to do it on my own. And I, I learned that the hard way that you need help. Yeah. And so I think, um, I think the first thing that really, really helped me was every single morning. Um, well, well, actually to, to back up a little bit, I sat down when I, when I made the decision that I wanted to change that I didn't want to feel insecure or frustrated or, or, um, be so upset with myself all the time or how I was, I, I took the time to write down a list of the things that I didn't like about myself okay. or the things that I was insecure about. Okay. That's good. And every single morning I would make everything on that list into a positive. Like if it was, um, if it was the way I smiled or my fingers, um, like if it was the way I smiled or, you know, I would be like, God made you to have the most beautiful smile and it will impact other people. And I would, I would, you would almost declare like reverse the play. Yeah. yeah. I would reverse the way that I was feeling because when you speak things out loud, mm-hmm. there's power to it because the Bible says, the Bible says, the same power that's in Jesus is in us. Mm -hmm. And in Genesis, it says God spoke the earth into creation. He didn't, he didn't just make it with his hands. He spoke it into creation. So words have weight, words have power and words are super important. So if you can take the time every morning, wake up a little bit earlier, like 15 minutes earlier or 30 minutes earlier to just pray and, 
and declare positive and good things about yourself in the mirror because you need to look at yourself when you're saying it. Because if you look at yourself, it's like someone's telling it to you. Yeah. Someone's declaring those things over you because people can speak bad things about you all day. Yeah. They can have negative thoughts. But if you take captive those thoughts and you don't let them go from your head to your heart, you are able to reverse those things. So you need to, it's so crucial that you speak those positive things over your life because it's going to be a process, but you start to believe it. And then you start to gain confidence again and you start to experience good things and good thoughts because when you say something, it becomes a habit. Mm -hmm. When you say something constantly, you think about it because you're constantly saying it. It's like memorizing something. Yeah yourself um so that's the first thing i think the second thing is um being able to um make quiet time for yourself yeah because um a lot of times we forget that to have a friend you need to talk to them Mm -hmm. and so to have god as your friend who he he wants to be he wants to sit with you he's always with you you have to talk to him too so you can learn his language so you can know when the enemy is trying to input thoughts into your head versus when god is yeah. putting good thoughts in your head yeah. because when you when you have a friend you know what they're like mm-hmm. so when you talk to god you know what he's like you start to understand the language that he speaks and and how he speaks to you specifically and and having that quiet time it sets up your day for success because when you are able to know the word of God and um, and know what his word says, you can apply that to your life because God gives us the Bible because it has all the tools and all the knowledge we need in it for every situation. Yeah. No, I totally But agree. it's on I, us to read it. I noticed such a difference in my days when I spend my quiet time and towards when I don't. And I'm, I'm not saying like the days that I don't, it's a horrible day. But I, I do notice such a difference, the way I see things, the way I hear things, the way, yeah. you know, my heart is. Um, so Because it refreshes yeah, us it does. to be able to take on so even what if it's the like enemy has done. 10 or 15 minutes, like definitely plan that. And I would say in the morning to start your day off, um, definitely yeah. fit that in your schedule, whether it's before school, your workout or work, or even like for me, like I have a 25 minute drive to work. So I just turn on my music playlist, my worship music, and like you could find, find what applies to you and works for you. Um, yeah. But it does. I love that. Yeah. Um, so those are, those are the first two things. And I think the third thing is maybe even the most important. Um, you need to surround yourself. It doesn't have to be with a ton of people, yeah. but surround yourself with positive people. Yeah. Because if you have, if even just one person, whether it's a leader, whether it's a friend, whether your your mom or your dad really speaks life into you, like tell that person that you need them to be encouraging. Yeah. And I know that people that if you have someone good in your life, they will want to help you. Yeah. And so for me, I noticed such a difference when I surrounded myself with the right people because um um I've I've done some different studies in in laboratories um on my own um that um are neurological studies um and we have these things called mirror neurons in the frontal context of our of our brain and when we see people or we are constantly interacting with people it creates little um grooves in they're called neural grooves mm-hmm. and they create them in our brain 
and we function based on them. So that's how we learn um, responses, reactions. And um, that's why when we spend time with people, we start to act like them, whether we know it or not, or whether we want to or not, we just start to. Uh So the people you surround yourself is very, very important because they will impact your life, whether you realize it or not. Mm -hmm. So it is crucial that you have people in your life that you would want to act that you would want to act like you would want to be like or you would want to be um similar to that's good because you will you will and it even um, says that in the bible who you surround yourself is you surely will become and what is that quote i don't know if you've heard of it too it's like show me the people in your life and i'll show you where you'll be or, oh yeah you know, show me your friends and i'll show you your, your future. future yes that's yeah. so good I saw a girl so good. post that the other day on Instagram, and I hear that all the time, and I'm like, that's so powerful, too, because who you surround yourself with, who who you put in your circle does affect your future, and yeah. um, even if it's, like, one or two, I'm not saying you have to have 10 amazing, godly, Christian women, influencer friends in your circle. Yeah, all you need is one. All you need one person one, that you can I talk mean, to and confide in. I started out with one, then, you know, a couple months later, two, then a couple months later, three, and and, and even for the girls out there listening for this podcast, if you have none, like pray to God and say, send forth the women, because that's what I did, especially, you know, moving out with Cal yeah. in California, knowing nobody's starting from scratch. I literally prayed people in. I was like, I don't even, I don't even know where I'm And my friends came from like Starbucks, the library, church, work, like from the gym, like all over. But if you like pray them in, God will send them. Yeah. And I think, I think another thing on the, on the flip side, um, even if you do have a lot of friends and you feel like you're in a good place, a really beautiful thing is to ask God to remove the people that are, um, are negatively impacting your life, but don't be upset when he starts to remove people close to you. Yeah. No, don't, you can't, because you asked for that because I remember at the beginning of the year, I prayed, and ask God to show me, um, show me where I needed to remove or let go of some things. Mm -hmm. And when he started removing people from my life, I was like, but this person, but they, you know, and I started to make excuses. And then I realized I can't, I can't do that because I asked God to, to, uh, clarify and clean my friendships and my relationships because I want them to be healthy. Yeah. Because if they're, if my relationships are healthy, I will be healthy. Yeah. And so God will send you the right people and it may be in weird ways. It may be in, um, in a way that, uh, you don't understand or, or you're not expecting, but you need to just, um, you need to steward those relationships. So, so it's so important to ask God to, bring the right people into your life and to remove the wrong people from your life at the same time. Yeah. No, that's good. You have to trust him. I've went through seasons of that and it was not because I just love people and I just like, yeah, it's not easy. It's not easy because I just, Oh, I just want everybody. I love community. I love people, especially girls. And I remember going through that, um, right coming out of college, um, transitioning into like adulthood really. And I, I just had toxic people in my life. But what, what happened yeah. was, is I had them in my life for a good reason, but I was pouring into them. They weren't pouring into me, but then it started to get unhealthy for me because I would yeah. change from, you know, having them surrounded by me and they're just not healthy at all. So like, that's where I had to realize like, oh my gosh, like I'm asking you to remove this and you're taking them away. But the good thing is over time, he replaces them with good. Like it's always yeah. going to be replaced. He redeems. Yeah. 
He redeems all things. When he removes something in your life, it's to open a door to a greater and brighter and bigger thing. Yeah. And it's yeah. oftentimes something that you're not expecting or you didn't even realize you wanted. Yeah. No, that's so true. I love and it. So, well, yeah, I think those are the I think those are the the main three things that um that will help you be able to improve your life. And and for the girls that are listening, um, just an encouragement. I know that it's not easy. I know that it's that it's gonna be tough because growth is always uncomfortable. Yeah. It is always uncomfortable. But if you continue to stay the path and to continue to follow God, even when it's inconvenient or difficult, you will see so much fruit and so many beautiful blessings and promises of God come to pass on the other side that it might even overwhelm you with how good God is. Because even though it doesn't seem like things are going the way that God wants right now, he wants to grow you through the circumstances that the enemy has thrown at you. Mm -hmm. And um, in the Bible, it, it does say um, God is good, but it doesn't say God is good. If it doesn't say God is good. When it doesn't say God is good, but the goodness of God isn't dependent on the circumstantial things in our lives. He is dependent on who he is without those things. So if we can, um, if we can commit to always declaring that God is good, period. Yeah. No, no if, and, or buts. And we can, um, we can learn who God is and we can understand that he wants the best for us. We can overcome what the enemy is trying to throw at us. So it, it's, it's a process. It's a lot of uncomfortable growth, but it is so, so worth it in the end. And I promise when you get through it and you get to the other side, you will be able to help other people that were dealing with the same thing as you did. Yeah, no, that's so good. That's so good, Grace. I love it. Thank you so much for sharing your heart and just where you've walked through and just to encourage these girls because that's honestly the root of her is I want girls to understand that every girl has a different path and journey and we all go through junk and everybody processes it different. But at the very end of the day, God is good and God heals and God restore and he is for you. So thank you so much just for sharing your heart. Yeah. Um, thank you for having yeah, me. Yeah. And being vulnerable and just saying like it is because um, you know, life, life is meant to be good and God's blessed us, but we have to untangle and go through the whole process yeah. to, get- yeah, we have to do our part Yeah, for sure. And it's not, it's not easy. Yeah. It's not easy, but that's why I have girls that's on this why- show all the time just to encourage yeah. one another because you have to do life with people. You can't do life alone. I think, um, one, one last thing before we go, um, this is so beautiful. Um, so, you know how we, you know how we talk about how, um, with all of the, with all of the grass and, and, um, in, in yards, how we need seeds to seeds to plant. Now, um, if a gardener goes out and he, and he, um, doesn't plant seeds, how can we expect, um, how can we expect that grass to grow or the, or those, that fruit to grow even when it rains? Mm -hmm. So, so with that, if we don't sow the proper seeds, even the floods of heaven can't grow things. So if we don't do our part, if we don't take that step and ask God to help us grow, we're not going to. Yeah. So you just have to take that step. Yeah, that's good. No, that's perfect. That's good. I love it. I haven't heard that before. 
but I love that analogy. Um, that's so awesome. Thank you so much, Grace, for sharing your heart on the podcast. Thank you girls for listening. Um, if you do have any questions regarding this topic or just prayer or whatever you need, make sure you DM us on the Instagram, follow, yeah. Grace, follow Grace on Instagram. We'll have her all over our story. Um, share this podcast with all of your girlfriends just to encourage them. Um, tag us on Instagram or on Twitter. Our website is being built right now and our fashion line apparel is coming out this summer. Yes. So oh, exciting. I'm so excited for new things to come. So um, share this podcast with all your friends. Thank you for speaking today, Grace, and stay tuned. Of course.